0: So, like, I went to buy a mattress from a guy on Craigslist and I went with my mother. And this was a while ago, guys. I'm independent now, okay? My mother, she like chopped the price down by 20 bucks. And the guy was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Just take the mattress and go. And so we get the mattress out and we put it on the car. We strap it all down. We're about to leave. And I'm like, mom. I'd need to go back in there and give that guy the 20 bucks. Why? (laughs) Because I felt so guilty. I know it's so stupid.
1: Every year, Ryland stays home and weeps during the annual crime purge of Black Friday, when around the nation, thousands of middle-aged women go pillage the malls, taking defenseless companies' product.
0: Like, imagine you get to know the guy working behind the cash register at Best Buy. You know what he likes to do, where he likes to take his kids, and then you go in on Black Friday, and you buy something half off and you look him in the face as you're giving him half the money? That poor, right. poor Right, so he man. says, hey,
2: this is what I'm selling this for, and you give him the money for that thing, the money amount that he said he was selling it for. What are you talking about? What are you talking? <laughs> it's not like I took a gun there and said, hey, it's Black Friday, bitch. They call it Black Friday because I'm going to kill you unless I buy this for <laughs> half the amount it usually costs.
0: So this is going to be pretty challenging.
2: 100%. It's important for us to pause for a moment. Okay. You're Girl, Life pile. Welcome to Life pile Podcast, the only podcast that's too big to exit your birth canal. I'm lifestylist and lifestyle expert Camden Johnson.
1: I'm a shattered set of collarbones, Dylan Bergassa.
2: And I'm Ryland Warner.
1: Yes, you
2: are. <laughs> this week, you have some amazing lifestyle advice telling you the right way to live. My lifestyle tip for the week, have friends over Have like a fun movie night. Serve drinks if you do this frequently. There's a pretty good chance one of your friends will leave a phone charger at your house That is the exact quality you need and then for a full week You'll get to live the lifestyle as if you had more than one phone charger and let me tell you something you will feel luxurious Just to
1: tack on that friend is not gonna have a panic-filled week uh, wondering whether or not they're going to miss texts from people like like doctors saying that they found a a match or family members (laughs) saying that we might have found a clue that'll
0: lead us to your sister's kidnapper. Don't worry about it. I really love uh, the idea of doctors going through x-rays and then suddenly being like... (gasps) There's a match in there.
2: There's a match in that body. We need to contact him right away. Don't rub up against anything. It might set on fire.
1: Rylan, do you have any possibly
0: medical-related life tips for us this week? Uh, Sort of. So my life tip is I know it can be hard and it can be long. Bad. And it can be really tough. But it's okay to cry. A lot of people out there still feel shame about crying and i was thinking about this like i grew up in a house where i always heard a man say to me Ryland, you can cry
2: you can cry right now <laughs> and to this
0: day Ryland doesn't know where that voice was coming from. <laughs> <laughs> and i think uh more people out there should hear men big and strong such as myself say hey you can cry i cry go for it so there you go
2: See, and this is an interesting point, counterpoint, because I agree, as a lifestyleist and lifestyle expert, everyone should feel like you can cry. Yes. And you have a right to your body, and that includes the moods and emotions that your body feels. And you can cry, caveat, on your own time. All right? Not on the subway, not in the office. I don't want to see it. It's disgusting all of us are constantly pretending like everything is okay despite the fact that we are we're selling our bodies constantly to have a roof over our heads so that we don't freeze to death and we all want to cry but we all know better than to emit emotions where anyone else has to like slip on them and fall over right so i agree but just t- take it home you know what i'm saying take that home
1: what an interesting idea that emotions often come in liquid form. And I'm going to also put a period on that thought and nobody else can add to it. My lifestyle (laughs) advice this week is sell yourself. You guys Valentine's day just happened. Uh, Few days ago, per this recording, and on V Day, I decided to go to a Valentine's Day auction in which I was an item that people could bid on. The
2: for the listening audience, I just wanted you to know I'm biting my lip.
1: And so, when you're in that situation, put on your pageant face and you're going out heels and click them three times, and you're for sure gonna get someone to purchase a date with you, and then that money's gonna go to charity. and Stop being so selfish with your dating life. Monetize it and have yourself a good, good
2: time. I love this because, like, I'm constantly telling Dylan how beautiful he is, and he doesn't believe me. And then he turns around and he's like, You guys. Just monetize it. People will pay money. They'll compete with each other to pay money to be around you. We all know this. And I'm like, no, some of us are mostly a viscous oil that causes revulsion to human life.
1: Cam, I have it on good authority that they sell apple cider vinegar at lots of stores. People will pay for it.
2: People will even purchase whatever weird thing you're selling, Cam.
1: We got a lot of lifestyles in the burn on the burner on the back burner in the heat tray. They're sitting next to the deli meats and the croissants and we're ready to serve them. Otherwise, they're going in the day old pile and we got to give them away for pennies tomorrow.
2: Mm-mm-mm-mm. Speaking of you guys, y'all know I'm a lifestylist and lifestyle expert and I can't maintain my lifestyleing and lifestyle expert license without continuing education, which is why I'm constantly researching every little bit of the lifestyle industry, all right? So naturally, I'm well familiar with the publication y'all might have heard of called Real Simple. You might have heard me talk about Real Simple before. It's one of the best magazines available for subscription because it is the only magazine that God is a hired writer for, Ooh. right? So imagine my surprise. When I was perusing research items for this show, and I discovered that the previous editor of Real Simple has left the company mysteriously, and there is a new editor. And along with this new editor has come a new format. And the entire magazine used to be primarily uh, column pieces written by God, and that has been reduced down to like a few pages. And instead, Real Simple has, like, interviews and recipes. And, like, interviews with the Chewbacca lady, you know, who had the... Yeah, right? So... Crunch the numbers. Everyone's slowly realizing the same thing I realized. Is God getting fired from Real Simple? (laughs) It seems like they're getting ready to fire God from the writing staff of Real Simple. They've reduced his column down to like a few pages. And it might be the door soon for God from Real Simple, right? And that's terrifying at first. But we all go through career changes. Even God. So he's my buddy. He's a great guy. I really love his work. So I thought let's all put our powers together and just do a little like for free, you know, um, what do the lawyers call it when they do it for free? Pro bono. Pro bono. We're going to do some lifestyling for God and say like, okay, God, you're getting fired. What's the next step for you?
1: We've all seen regime changes at some point in our life. When Lil' Kim left a vacuum in the female rap game who trotted on up to the throne, but Onika Mirage, the Nicki Minaj that we know and love today, and it was because she brought fresh new ideas to the table, sick hot verses, she was featured on every single person's album, and she's good at makeup, but I think... In God's case, we know that Chewbacca mom has a lot to do with his ousting, and he maybe could do well to model himself after her
2: right? They all say that nothing's more powerful than God, but obviously Chewbacca Mom is more powerful than God. Did you
1: feel that when you watched the video for the first time?
2: I did. Did you feel God in that Chewbacca Mom? Mostly because a bunch of uh, pets crawled out of my garden at the same time while I was watching the (laughs) Chewbacca Mom video, and I was like, oh, this is really switching up the order of things. Interesting. God's bringing something to the table, All right, He's got a lot of talents, he has a lot of experience, okay? And if new editor of real simple can't understand that then there's no point in fighting it the best revenge is to live your best life all right so don't struggle to hang on to something old god reach out to the new phase of your life and embrace it with excitement in your heart so what i'm thinking web design (laughs) i think god could make a really great website why Um, well, he made the planet and all the stars and all the little children running across it. So I bet he'd be really good at making like a web design that's very clear and like, you know what the information is, but it still like pops at you with like design features. I think God could really get a handle on JavaScript to have some like sweet animations for like page flips to other pages, you know, I think he could do a great job with web design. What? What,
0: what is the corkscrew duck penis of his website, though?
2: I've... What are the fuck are you talking about, Ryland? And we're off. <laughs> what, what are you fucking saying? Are you... Okay, what... Ah, God damn it, Ryland! What do you mean?
0: I'm saying his duck corkscrew penis design was the hottest thing to happen ever and nobody can stop talking about that duck corkscrew penis so what is he gonna do on his website that will be his next duck corkscrew penis
2: okay I finally get what you're talking about Yeah, people can't stop talking about the corkscrew shotgun blast duck penis that is true and that also reminds me of like there is like You know how when you watch A child die in a house fire And you're <laughs> seeing through the window But there's nothing you can do no. And you're like God couldn't have made this God can't exist right When we're looking at this website That God has designed There has to be some element that makes us go There's no way God made this website No, no benevolent creator Would make a website like this And that's how he keeps things spicy That's why he's one of the best shows shakers and makers of the 2010s uh to tack onto
1: that i'm gonna say god it's an oversaturated market everyone's rushing the digital industries right now i'm gonna tell you right now web design is going to be a big one of them so fire yourself from that job we're moving you right along here staff writer at westworld for hbo god if you look at the bible is full of twists and turns he seems to kind of just be making it up as he goes and almost that- like disagreeing with himself And that is the key ingredient that made Lost so
2: successful, Mm -hmm. that made
1: Westworld
2: so successful. Mm -hmm.
1: God's got the juice.
2: That's such a good point. He has been working so long in civics and engineering, and people think that he doesn't have creative talent. But obviously, he is a creative. Best new career for God. Car
0: mechanic. What? Why? What? Well... Guys, I'm a fan of humble God. I'm a fan of God who is Morgan Freeman, and he shows up when you're least expecting it, and he winks at you, and then you look away. Oh, and then he's gone, okay? And why a car mechanic, you might ask? Well... You never know when your car's going to break down and when you're going to bring it into that shop and you're going to meet that mysterious oil smudged person who's so humble, so nothing like it's like, what? You, I wouldn't suspect anything of this man. He's just a normal average human being. But then uh, God uh, and then he's gone and then your car is fixed and you got that spare tire right on there, baby, and you're out of there. It's radical.
2: I like this a lot. This is actually a really great idea. It's also, in the same way, you know, that Morgan Freeman God who just, like, shows up for a moment and winks and then disappears. Like, I'm imagining that little boy burning in a house fire banging against a glass window that is jammed and he can't get open. (laughs) And outside of it, for a moment, Morgan Freeman appears and just winks at him and then disappears. And the little child burns up in the house fire. There's a beautiful sense of finality in that, that only God can give you. And like sometimes your car is totaled, but you just don't believe the mechanic. But if God was there covered in oil, you know, and smudging all the shit off his hands and saying like, no, this car is gone now, then like that's a real sense of finality. And also if God tells you, yeah, I can fix it, but you should also replace this part and it's gonna be another eight hundred dollars, I'll just throw cash at him. I won't ask any questions. So this actually might be a really great fit for him. Check this out. God, wink doctor. Not
1: everyone knows how to wink. God's given wink lessons on Craigslist. You go to God house he does a little wink at you you look back poof he's disappeared what's that you're a car now you're driving outside of a house and you see a little kid inside the kid is covered in oil there's no fire you look back at yourself morgan freeman's driving you he's bursting into flames the car explodes the kid grows up to be you guessed it a web developer
2: Oh, my God. So sometimes I don't understand why we make millions as entrepreneurs in the lifestyle industry. And then there's moments like this where just pure genius pours out. So I got to say, like, the idea Dylan just said was too brilliant for my mind even to like process. But I think God got all of it. And he knows it's right because he knows everything. And I just want to say, God, you're welcome.
0: I just realized we're giving lifestyle advice to God. And uh,
2: where have you fucking (laughs) been? (laughs)
0: That's pretty radical We've definitely made it guys, we're on the map
2: We're there, we're really there Aren't we? (laughs) Uh,
0: well guys You know how I said um, Wink doctor,
2: I'm sorry, I just remembered It's a wink doctor, and of course God Should be a wink doctor, yes I'm sorry Ryan, (laughs) I didn't mean to Keep going.
0: Okay, you know how I said that rich people being murdered Is one of the number one crimes in America, and we really need to watch out for All those rich people, because they don't have anybody else Watching their backs, okay?
2: Not only do I I remember i tried to forget
0: <laughs> but i have a different separate group of people here whose voice uh for the last few years has really been ignored throughout america
2: and they've well then why did you bring up the risky <laughs>
1: <laughs> a big part of culture today is telling people that they should care about something and then doing a bait switch on them and saying why do you care about that though no one's listening to my problem That's true
0: I'm, I I there's room at the bottom for everybody to be <laughs> the most hated group of people. Okay. Come on, guys. Let's... <laughs> there's room at the bottom for everybody. So there, there's, there is a group of people who have been feeling powerless and isolated and afraid. And what did they do with that? They became superheroes. Okay, yeah, I'm not talking about Captain America. I'm not talking about Black Panther. I'm talking about people in the real world, in real life, that have decided to dedicate their lives to fighting crime IRL. Okay, guys? First off, I got for you, um, have you ever heard of maybe the Extreme Justice League? Huh? Huh? No, it sounds like it's louder than the original, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it pumps up that volume real loud. And they are based in uh, San Diego, and it's started by Mr. Extreme himself. Oh, and I'm sorry. Did it sound like there was an E at the front of that word? Because there's not. It's x baby. Okay, x Justice Ooh. League. And we got here, I think there's, there's a lot more people than this, but we got the four players that I know about of the extreme justice league there's night in Knight. night uh he was a marine and now he's a special ed teacher in an elementary school and what does he do at night he goes out at the bar scene and he makes people stop fighting and he does it with the help of his friends ice y c e Who is an unemployed 19 year old who's thinking about enrolling in the army but hasn't quite made the move yet? Hot hot Flash, a woman who (laughs) refused to be identified, but she was like, Yeah, I'm here. Just, I'm not giving you any details
2: about my life. I came up with this nickname before I realized how embarrassing it (laughs) is, so I'm not willing to reveal my identity. And the last one, his name is Jedi
0: Cholo, and he works as a nightclub bouncer, and then he goes out on the streets with a night and ice and hot flash to fight drunk people wearing a Yoda backpack that has pepper spray inside of it, because he can spray those fools. Straight
1: away, I'm noticing that this super group of best friends has one weakness that's gonna become their achilles heel spelling spelling, <laughs> and grammar they're they're gonna be in dire straits when they're in the prison constructed by modern language conventions and who's gonna have to save them right cholo jedi who <laughs> technically has a Correctly spelled name? It sounds. It's just a funny
0: amalgamation of words. It's not G Y D I, is it? He has spelled <laughs> no, it Jedi correctly. It is right? spelled correctly. If I don't know how to spell Cholo, but I'm assuming it's spelled C H O L O. So. And did I did I say
2: that Hot Flash was spelled H A W T? <laughs> did I mention that part? We all assumed that something <laughs> that gave them superpowers gave them the inability to spell. We all assumed that uh that was the case. <laughs>
1: I, I will say I'm super surprised that they didn't work a Y in there somehow. But, but oh. that was the twist.
2: Ooh, yeah, no, it's a very bad case when, like, you're captured by the Riddler, and he's like, to escape my prison, you must spell my name. And they're all going, R-Y. <laughs> so I'm scared to
0: ask, what is hot... Flash's power. She is the one. She's the one I don't know anything about. She's just, I literally have written down mystery woman because all they said is she wears leather and that's all I know. She wasn't even in the pictures, but Hot Flash is out there doing something.
2: You know, I mean, it sounds like it's just a dominatrix who <laughs> happened to walking by during the interview and the reporter got confused. <laughs> But the, while living these, these
0: lifestyles, uh, they, they figured some things out. Another superhero, Phoenix Jones, uh, he, he's up in Seattle, and he's one of the most famous superheroes, uh, IRL. He had some, some revelations as he, after he started working as a superhero. First revelation was, oh yeah, if I'm actually on the roof of a building and I'm watching crime happen on the streets below, that's not a good place to be, because then I have to run all the way downstairs. <laughs> it's really exhausting by the time I get to the bottom and then i have to fight that crime and that's not even the worst situation so one time he was confronting uh a known uh stabbing person
2: right <laughs> known stabbing people we've all seen him walking around town one of those stabbing people okay they call him a serial assailant okay
0: meaning he has stabbed multiple people he would go around stabbing homeless people And so Phoenix Jones catches up with this guy and uh, he confronts him. And this is this is a quote directly from Phoenix Jones. He said, well, let's just get to the point then, shall we? Because stabbing and then and okay, here's the the, that was me interjecting. uh, But then I will continue on with the quote. Uh, He said. I was still doing catchphrases then. I'm like, yeah, that's right, bro. I just catchphrased you. He says that. He just stabs me in (gasps) the stomach. (laughs) So... (laughs) Oh no, Phoenix. Delivered that line and then gets stabbed in the stomach. (laughs) But then he punches out the stabber, knocks him out, and he
2: saves the day. So, Serial stabbers are known for one thing, and I don't gotta tell you what it is. And if you tell him, let's get to the point, well, the point for him is stabbing you. So why are you inviting (laughs) that? Yeah, and back then
0: he was just wearing a blue spandex bodysuit and a sock cut in half for a mask and a fedora uh, so he didn't have any protective gear uh, So, but since then he's realized oh wait I should wear stab proof stuff if I'm going after knife you guys it's
2: funny how getting stabbed makes you think man I should not get stabbed anymore <laughs>
0: But he's still out there doing it. He's still out there fighting knife guys. It's true,
2: And we are. I have been very critical during this whole thing, but it's because I'm a lifestyleist and lifestyle expert. So I, you know, go through every lifestyle with a fine tooth comb. But let's get real here and let's do a live it or leave it, because I believe if you have a passion for your community and you're willing to take hours out of your life and for free go out and try to make your community a better place. That's a beautiful act of uh, civic effort and you should feel encouraged and you should go do that. Now I'm proud of you. And I say, thank you. And I'm going to say live it. I think we should all feel empowered to live the lifestyle of a superhero And it's easier than you might think. You don't need a superpower. You don't need a crazy origin story. All you need to do is steal ideas from writers of comic books and switch out syllables. And then you can also take any, like, daily item and switch out syllables. So, like, for me, I just became a superhero called The Tub, spelled T-Y-B. My superpower (laughs) is that I'm overweight. I pretend (laughs) to... glasses from being full. Cause I find uh, that to
0: be an injustice. You could say so many catchphrases with that, like
2: let's give you a bath and I'm the uh, tub. Let's oh, give you a bath. bath. That's right. I go I go around at night to all the homeless people and I say, I'm the tub, let's give you a bath <laughs>
0: Uh oh, looks like the drain's clogged. Oh, looks like the tub's about to clean up this town.
1: <laughs> What's the drain clogged situation where that catchphrase needs to be said?
2: Every time I get stabbed, I go, uh oh, looks like the
1: drain's clogged. You clogged my drain holes with your
0: 20 metal. <laughs> oh hey let's give that dog a bath because i i can't do it in the shower only in the tub it's harder in the shower you could do it in the shower i guess um that's hard though. Show- I showered with a cat. That was bad. So I would recommend a tub for god a, fucking a cat.
2: damn it. This is the section of the podcast where we leave whatever fucking segment we're doing <laughs> to talk about the goddamn insane thing Ryland mentioned. As it's just like some passing thing. I can't the do fuck it. are you saying? I can't you took do a it shower again. with a cat?
0: I had I was giving her flea medicine and uh they they were like okay wash the medicine off and I tried to put her in the sink but the the faucet head was too low and she just would not go under the faucet head so I was like okay well I only have a shower so I took her into the community shower with me and then so I locked the door and and I had her in the shower with me
2: and it was I Took off my clothes Mm, Um, naturally because that's when because anytime you're with an animal who has four legs that are each tipped with five razor sharp claws, the first thing you want to (laughs) do is take your clothes off before you make them extremely angry. This is why you don't you
0: don't use a shower with a cat because how you you gonna get in a shower with all your clothes on?
2: It's so you can't just like extreme didn't realize that like maybe being on a rooftop isn't the best way to like deal with shit down on the street it's like you think you're going to notice that this is a bad idea before you do it but I guess we need to think of a situation that doesn't happen.
1: Ryland got as far as soggy kitty. I want it. I gotta have it. Didn't really speculate past that.
2: Also, because I am a superhero and the kids respect me, I want to do this little PSA and say, even though the tub hates a full glass and drinks them down, it's still okay to fill up a cup with water and rinse your goddamn cat off without taking your clothes off.
1: So Ryland's superhero is named Juicy Pussy. Rylan, do you have any superpowers? Or it's
2: J-Y-C-Y-P-Y-S-S-Y. <laughs> Juicy pussy. Yeah, uh, my
0: superpowers are they get in, but they can't get out because I'm too tight, baby. Um, that That's... Uh, That, as Juicy Pussy, that's, like, my thing. Like, I welcome you, and then I squeeze around you, and you can't leave. Okay, um, so I say, (laughs) live it!
1: How about you, Dylan? I'm gonna say live it, too. My superhero name is... Menopause. (laughs) M-Y-N-O-Y-P-Y-S-E. And I will not tell you what my superpower is, and if you
2: fucking ask... But he does wear leather. I wear leather.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I can't. I can't do this show anymore.
1: (laughs) Dylan, you got a segment for a spot? I do. I got a segment for you guys. This podcast is often about terror, it's about feeling fear, it's about not knowing what's going on, and I figured that I would capitalize on our brand and keep that ball rolling. I'm terrified, for many reasons all the time, one of them being about the future. That's a big one. I think many of my fears can be traced back to the future. I wanted to make sure that I went on a very long tangent that had nothing to do with my segment to generate interest, but instead it just serves to have our listeners click the menu button and say, was there like a new movie soundtrack I should be listening to? Where's that at? So while you're doing that, I'm going to start telling Ryland and Cam about parenting in the digital age. It fucking scares the shit out of me. I fall on both sides of the issue through and through on every point, which makes it really hard to think about having a kid. I've got a list for you guys of apps that help you parent your children's Internet experience. There's a lot of these apps out there. A lot of them have similar capabilities. We're talking setting bedtimes and homework times that will deactivate devices when you've set those hours uh, limits on specific apps and like standard parental content blockers. So I'm not going to focus on those. I'm just going to focus on the really fancy developments in digital parenting. The first one being from an app called Family Time. Which has this geofencing capability where it allows you to build digital fences around your child via their phone. And when they leave that fence, you get an immediate email, text message, phone call, whatever you want saying, red alert, we've got a prisoner on the loose. (laughs) I've got another app called...
0: Wait, how is that family time at all? It's
1: pretty obvious, Ryland You build a <laughs> fence around where your family's allowed to be And if they leave that space you
2: They're out of the family <laughs> And you <laughs> punish them
1: You give a phone call to your snipers And they, you know, do the Cause, final Because
0: based off what you described It should be Okay, I'm gonna create a digital fence around your bedroom You can do whatever you want In your room on your phone But once you step out of that space so you're in family time now, okay? You can't text your friends while you're at the dinner table. You can't play your games while you're at the dinner
2: table. We're having family time now. You can go to your room
0: for private time.
2: I wish Ron was my dad, where it's like, you look at all the leather porn and BDSM <laughs> that you want while you're in your room, okay? But when you walk out of your room, you're going to turn off the porn and engage with the family. <laughs> you have to come game. up for
1: air and have a little chicken and rice before you go back to the dungeon. I think that's a good app. I think Rylan's got a real optimistic idea of what family time could be used for. When I read this, I was certain that it meant you're going Sim City on your kids. You build a little fence around school. You build a narrow corridor back to the house. If they get into the second lane versus the first lane, ho-chi-cho-chi, chi chi that civic's going up in flames. And then you build a fence around, I would say, the living room just the living room and if your kid tries to take a device (laughs) to anywhere private uh, that device melts
2: yeah see me and Dylan were a little too scared about how to parent in the digital age but Ryland has shown that bravado that really makes sense I think what we need to do is set up a fence around all the exits to your child's bedroom and when you find out that they're curious about sex burn them alive inside of the fence and they have no exit. And there's Morgan at, Morgan Freeman at the window. Is he going to help the little Timmy get out? No, he's going to do a little
1: wink and poof, he's gone. Poof, he's turned into a Scion XB. He's driving over to Glow-in-the-Dark Mini Golf. The next app is called Custodio. It's got a screenshot that accompanies the description that I'm going to describe to you guys. It shows a menu With a activity feed for your teen, it tells the parent, who the teen was chatting with on Facebook. It can access individual apps and the information therein. how long that conversation lasted, which device it was on. And then you can sort all your information by what child of yours. I assume you kind of obtain a little DNA sample and plug that into the tray. And then custodio uh, makes sure that those fingers are touching those apps, app usage, online activity. And then it's got, A monitor for questionable activity in quotes, which I'm imagining you can define for yourself.
2: Yeah, it's anytime there being uh, any sexuality that I don't approve of if they're being a gender I don't approve of or if they're looking into a religion I don't approve of because I'm a lifestylist for God. So I've got my preferences, obviously. See, and I'm
1: going to say, again, Ryland, real optimistic idea of what these apps could be used for. Cam, I'm still finding you to be a little soft. I don't know about you guys, my kid's an arms dealer, so I've got all the alerts and functionalities activated on this app. If my kid's custodio text messages me and says that my kid has moved 80 metric tons of nitroglycerin from South America to Japan, well, shit, I'm calling my wife, telling her she has to leave work again, and we both got to board this Black Hawk helicopter before <laughs> my
0: kid brings another nation to its knees. I I know whoever made this app is a big Star Wars fan, because they named it after Darth Custodio, who is actually the first Sith Lord to create a force firewall. So that's pretty cool.
2: Let's just look at that. You know, it's interesting, you know, as you research this, because just off, like, you know, without even looking into it at all, I thought Raising a Kid in the Digital Age, is scary because how frightening the world is and that the digital brings the world right to your doorstep. I realize what's really terrifying about raising a kid in the digital age is that the digital allows you to become such a monster. And that's, what's really terrifying. Oh, bitch. Oh, cam. I'm telling you the
1: call is coming from inside the house. Oh, shit. (laughs) Our next app is called, E-S-E-T, an acronym that is not explained on the website. So real quick, it's got a screenshot as well that accompanies what this app can do. And the screenshot shows app usage time. And the apps that are listed that your hypothetical child is using are Facebook. Sure, kids love Facebook. Chrome. All right, kids want to, you know, Google image Pictures of funny cats or like a duck with a hat on Microsoft Outlook, which I can relate to because my kid is sending, he's calling, he's buying, he's scheduling meetings. He's got to organize his team across multiple continents. And the last one is called upset pigeons. So the reason that ESET is so interesting to me is it has these age based features where you can adjust your ESET as your kid grows up so it allows them to access a wider range of websites so you can start them out with kind of these minor congressional hearings when they're four or five and then when they get up to those mature ages like eight and nine you can let them start hearing about like the overthrow of different regimes and coups that are happening around the world because it's a curve what what is
0: upsetting pigeons could we could we what the hell is that supposed to be
1: I got another app for you guys. It's called (laughs) Phone Sheriff. All one word. This one's an old veteran from the 2000s. Uh, Oh,
2: right. This is that app where there's a grizzly man in your house, and if you open up a webpage you weren't supposed to, he shoots you in the head twice.
1: Yes. Pop, pop. Make sure you're down. He's only got six in the chamber. Make sure you're counting. So you can block sending or receiving calls from specific numbers. You can receive logs of all texts sent and received, emailed to your email. You receive logs of all photos taken on your device. Rylan, I know you're shaking in your boots on that one. And it's got a total lockdown function where you can remotely just shut down your child's phone at any moment, which I know appeals to me as a parent because sometimes the only way that I could keep my kid from aligning his satellites that are going to create a huge heat shield above the planet and then concentrate solar energy onto one specific diplomat's house is to just... Get off your phone.
2: I'll agree with that because I've noticed that when I have locked my child into his bedroom and the house is burning down and uh, Morgan Freeman has only winked at him and disappeared, he's lost faith in God and now he's trying to find a more like concrete way to solve this problem. So he pulls out his phone and he starts dialing the fire department. Uh-uh, buddy, I'm your parent. This, is, this hurts me more than it hurts you. I shut that phone right down. Yeah. Okay. You
1: solved this without technology. Back in my day, what did you have to do, Cam? You didn't have I a phone to kill
2: my family If I wanted
1: to live Exactly So the website Is really Specific about saying That phone sheriff Is not A spyware application Okay no. Phone sheriff software This is a direct quote Phone sheriff software Can notify your child That they are being monitored Since they know The software is installed They will be more eager To follow your rules This option can be turned off When your child's monitoring Requires more discretion Which is the Almost verbatim Timeline for me and my child. Uh, his name is Chuck, and uh,
2: spelled C H Y C K.
1: And me and Chike, we started off with kind of a long <laughs> <Chyke>. leash, <laughs> and uh, I, you know, would send updates to Chike's phone saying, "No, no, no, Chike." <laughs> Stop amassing <laughs> nuclear arms, and when that didn't work, I just had to say, You know what? It's time to stop telling him when the jig's up. Time to start
2: just outbidding him on the uranium.
1: Also, all parents on the phone sheriff website leave reviews and talk about their experiences, and all of their avatars are different grisly looking sheriff illustrations, which it's kind of like a nice communal thing. It feels like we got a community going on of like old grizzled white men who are all in it for the same reason, which is to
0: Get these arm dealers in line. I want to use this app because I am pretty sure my child is cheating on me. <laughs> uh, God, I, no! Ryland, are you saying <laughs> your child got a new daddy? I'm saying I came home the other day and my kid was very happy. And I'm like, oh, what the, what the hell is this supposed to mean? huh? You seen somebody else? You got somebody else in your life now?
1: Maybe, maybe this new daddy is letting them get at the Skittles.
0: So I don't know who this other daddy could be, but all I know is my kid is way too happy considering the circumstances, so he must be cheating on me.
1: This next app is called Pumpic. It's pretty similar to the other apps, except it's got this one feature that, again, I really value. I wish someone would put all these apps in a sandwich so I could bite into it with my parental teeth. You can remote wipe your child's phone whenever (laughs) you want. Because I know... Some of these apps got, you know, the lockdown function on it, and that's just going to disable the phone till I say no. You think my child hasn't employed the best hackers money can buy to get around those firewalls and reaccess the data that still exists on the phone? No, 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 no. I need it all burned, gone, out, recycled.
2: I have noticed that Dylan's Child has been programming malware that will infect every launch site uh, with nuclear capabilities in the world and launch all the missiles at once. So it's really healthy just like once a month to clean slate it and bring them back down to zero. So you have to start writing all that malware right back from the top. Thank you so much, yeah. Kim,
1: for reminding me. Everyone who's listening... If you receive an email that says you've got a Best Buy coupon for 100% off grapes first of all read it again second of all delete it thank you
0: as a daddy myself uh, I'm constantly I'm working in my office trying to record a podcast and then I hear my kid hooting and hollering from the bathroom and so if I had an app that could just remote wipe him I would I would definitely use that all the time <laughs>
1: Oh, well then, Pumpix, the app for you, Ryland. This next app is called Net Nanny. We got another old vet here. She's a she's a strict old bird. She's from 1996. My favorite thing about Net Nanny is that she has a profanity mask. So this isn't block sites. This isn't block sites with profane language because that would be many sites. That'd be like Facebook or something. Instead, it turns profane words into a series of punctuation marks a la pound sign dollar sign percent mark asterisk exclamation mark so it'll be interesting to see if net nanny can keep up with the young teens who are creating new dirty words five per minute constantly always
2: this is really great because while my child is perusing photos of uh surgery and uh of car accidents and you know and checking out all that sweet gore it's good (laughs) that my child doesn't learn how to say fuck while he's watching that because I don't care about his mental state, but I do want to appear respectable to the other
0: families in the neighborhood. What, but Cam, you're not seeing the potential dark side of this, where uh, our kids, they go from being wholesome little kids that need to be wiped all the time, to now they have all these crazy kinks and fetishes, because whenever they go watch the porn, now instead of boobs, they're seeing Lucha Libre masks, they look at the Jj and it's a plantain emoji, and because we got this mask that's covering up the real human, but then what do we get out of that? We're like, oh yeah, I want to have sex with a with a Lucha Libre fighter, a luchador, that's what I want to do. Oh, daddy, give me another plantain because that's what I want
2: to rub on myself. It's true. And we really only have ourselves to blame that our teenagers can't see an eggplant without getting hard. This
1: last app is pretty intense. It is billed as a spy app. They are upfront about that. The website has a headline that reads, (laughs) Use the full power of parental time control, which is very appealing to me. If I could use the full power of parental time control, I would go back to before I got my wife pregnant with Chuck and just become a, a macrame artist or something. Go back and be gay. That's what you should do. Okay. That. So when I finally download KidLogger, which is the name of this app, by the way, Kid Logger. No,
2: you can't <laughs> name your spy software after the notebook that you keep track of all your murders in. You can
1: log all the times that you want to periodically take screenshots of whatever device your child has. You can program it to take a screenshot when a specific word is typed so that if your child chooses to express any idea in written form, you will immediately know about it. It records all keystrokes, which you can look at, logs all external USB drives, external HDDs, and disks that are connected to a device and what they contain. So anytime your kid tries to, oh, okay, I can't get contraband onto my laptop. I'm just going to borrow my friend Emmanuel's list of where all the nuclear codes are. This kid logger is going to immediately snatch all those up and say, nope, 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 nope. That is the power of KidLogger and the full power of parental time control.
2: You know, it's interesting, because I was actually on the KidLogger comment forums earlier today, and there were a lot of confused parents who thought that their KidLogger must be broken, because... All it was showing was that their child kept searching for copies of the DSM-5 and specifically doing a word search for paranoia and paranoia disorders. (laughs) Here's the problem is that you are the problem parents.
1: It's a hard one, though, Cam, because you don't want your kid walking into the first day of fifth grade and not knowing what all the hot memes are and all the videos that the kids are quoting because you just had them play with wooden Amish toys for the first part of their life and then decided to still send them to public school. But I also see your point where creating a police state for your child I, it certainly works for chi but I can't speak for everyone.
2: Oh, I know that Chiyuk loves that police state. He's always telling me how much he loves Dear Leader. And he has that photo of you that he keeps pristine hanging in his room. It's,
1: it's the only thing I allow him to own. <laughs> I hate what these apps starve kids of, which I had a fun, kind of creative way of deciding that I was going to tell my parents I was a homosexual man which was to send them a little message via mcafee internet security saying that i your son dylan bergasa is interested in all-american hunks posing next to a rodeo and they put two and two together and realized wait
2: wait Oh, my God. I've been so negative, just like with the superheroes. I have been so negative and critical about this from the start, but I completely was blind to the beautiful thing it's bringing into our world. Like, if your parents aren't, like, open to communication, if they're putting in spyware on your phone... And that's why the spyware isn't there to spy. That's why Phone Sheriff doesn't call itself spyware because it's not there to spy. It's there to communicate. All of this spyware is there because if it wasn't there, the child would have no way to tell the parents how they truly feel. And this way, you can communicate what your heart truly says to your parents in a way you could never do before the digital age. Really, this is the best age to raise kids in because finally we can really communicate what's going on between parent and child. Mom and dad, I can have
1: a wooden bed frame. I'm not going to fashion a shiv out of it. Here's a link to
0: solid <laughs> bed frames so I can get off this plexiglass nightmare. Think about all the the kids nowadays that on They wake up on Christmas morning, they go down to the Christmas tree, and oh, what is that? It's a full-size body pillow of the anime hentai girl that I'm in love with? Mom and Dad, how did you know? You know how we knew. Oh my God. Santa told
2: us, and Santa (laughs) is the spyware that we are coming out with, Uh, so go to lifepile.com. Did we get that website? And check out Santa, (laughs) the great new spyware app
1: preventing your child from spurring World War 7 we just jumped straight to 7 because of the scale. Mm -hmm. Do you want to live that or leave that cyber police state lifestyle? I'm going to go ahead and live it. I already am.
2: I was going to say leave it and then I realized through Dylan's example that it's actually super healthy because there's no fucking way I'm going to sit down and talk to my child about what's going on so the only way to know what's in their head is to spy on them And that's what mental health is all about. Ryland? Yeah, I I think I have
0: to live it too, just because not only will it make Christmas shopping that much easier, but it will also, when my little boy comes home and uh, he smells like uh, an ice cream sandwich and he has Girl Scout cookie crumbs on his collar, I will know exactly... Who that other daddy is and uh, Where to go So you know what I'm talking about
2: I don't and I'm so fucking mad at you This is Life Pile Podcast The only podcast that makes you Wonder what you've done wrong in a past Life. I'm lifestyles And lifestyle expert Camden Johnson If you want to see me performing on my One man show in which I Just do the crying part of a one man show Cause you know every one man show has a part where you Cry. Well my one man show is Just an hour of me crying at Uh, public theater. Uh, You can come to the Red Twist Theater in Chicago, Illinois. I'll be opening all week for a man who farts continuously for 30 minutes. Dylan, where can we catch you? I'm going to be at Chicago Town Hall
1: this week, every single night at 8 p.m. I'm going to be running a series of Dylan auctions. You can come down and bid on me. Starting bid is... So if you don't have that, don't come. I'm going to be offering a variety of goods and services per usual. I've got the classic date that's going to be up for auction. You can pay money to have me come to your house. That's my house now. You got to go. So let me know if you've got any bid requests, interest in the catalog. You can email me at dylan.phoneSheriff at... (laughs) Cyberwarfare. warfare dot <laughs> chiuk, if you're reading this come home
0: dot net if you guys want to find me i'm going to be spending most of this next week in the local joanne fabrics just creating my own little superhero getup. if you guys have any thick stuff that you want to bring uh to put in my little suit uh <laughs> just because I know stabbing is a real thing and so I got to protect myself from that also uh, if you want to bring any references on how to bathe an angry cat because Cam thinks I should use a cup of water as if that will do anything uh, yeah just come on down to Joanne's I'll be there baby I'm going to say a super soaker just right off the bat I'll, I can email this to you later
1: but definitely tape that cat to a wall and then go <laughs> to the other end of the room and
2: you know the rest <laughs> Oh, you know the rest. This is Life Pile Podcast. Light your life on fire.
0: Life Pile.